Ladies and gentlemen, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in two minutes. Excellent listening locations are still available all around Showcase Promenade. Due to the use of alcohol and opinions around the lagoon, for your safety, we request that you remain on the promenade side of all railings. During the show, please watch your step and take small children firmly by the hand. Once again, this evening's performance of The Diz Explorers will begin in just two minutes. Thank you. Welcome to another episode of the Diz Explorers Podcast, where each week we explore the different avenues of the great Disney universe. So as we're recording this the week after Thanksgiving, it is now time to focus on all the holidays that happen at the end of the year. I can't just say Christmas because I assume our listener base goes beyond those who just celebrate Christmas. So there are many other holidays that are celebrated in and around December, so happy whatever you celebrate. <laughs> I'm not going to list them all because I'm sure I'll forget <laughs> something. Uh, so that being said, uh, this week we're just going to we're going to talk about some of the holiday offerings that happen around the Disney parks on both coasts and uh, and possibly on the cruise line as well. We, um, I, last year around this time, we, we spoke quite a bit about these, about a lot of these offerings. So we're not going to go into stuff ad nauseum. <laughs> uh, there are some newer things that, that the parks are doing this year, but for the most part, it's the same, uh, it's the same things that they, that they're, that they're offering for as far as entertainment and decoration and, and stuff like that. So, um, all right, this week, uh, it's just, uh, this week it's me and the ladies. So I have to be on my best behavior because I don't have, <laughs> I don't have Milford. <laughs> Not that I'm bad anyway. So, uh-huh. <laughs> waiting for Melanie to chime in on that one. <laughs> no comment. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. It's we, too easy. It's good. We want, too easy. We want to keep our listeners. Uh, so, I think uh, let's uh, let's start in the Magic Kingdom. So, I don't know. To me, Magic Kingdom is like the epicenter of the holiday stuff that goes on. You know, everything's decked out to the nines on uh, from Main Street. You know, not throughout the whole park, but. They do extend, I think, the Christmas decorations a little further than they do the Halloween stuff past the hub and the castle. Definitely the music is more spread out into the other lands. 
uh, in the Magic Kingdom, but nothing really beats Main Street on, you know, Christmas time with all the just every just 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 so much stuff going on between the the trees and the all the stuff in that first front courtyard by the train station and then you know all the buildings on both sides of main street you know i know it's been a little different since last year they don't have those wreaths and uh things that go from one side of the street to the other because of the new parade the festival of fantasy parade the floats are so large they can't they wouldn't be able to fit down the street. So they've, those are just kind of, they kind of hang off the buildings just a little bit, pretty much not further than the sidewalks. Uh, if, if you've noticed, I know Adrian, you're going soon, aren't you? Yes. I leave in, we leave on December 13th and okay. we're going to the party on the 14th. Oh, nice. 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 Yeah. First time for a Christmas party or first time for the Christmas party. Oh, good for you. So it's I'm fun. really excited about it. Um, and besides that, we're also trying to fit in as much resort Christmas stuff as we can too. So we're going to do like a monorail crawl and go see all the different decorations. We specifically chose a dining reservation at Wilderness Lodge. Oh man. Yeah. Just so we can go and experience that resort. Yep. So we're trying to fit in as much Christmassy stuff as we can. Awesome. I are you? It's out of the way, but I will suggest this: if you, whatever day you go to Animal Kingdom, mm-hmm. uh, I would take a break at some point, and since it's close, and take a bus over to the lodge for their to check out their Christmas because you're going to be blown away, just as you will be when you go into Wilderness Lodge. Uh, to me, it's worth it. To well, me it's we have. It. Is it different at Jumbo versus Kadani? Because we have a Sanaa reservation that day. Uh, it is not, but you're right there. I mean, you can walk between yeah, the two. Or there is a little shuttle, I believe, that goes between the two. But you can walk from Sanaa over to uh, Jumbo. I, you know what? I don't remember. I've, I've been, I've stayed at Kadani, but it wasn't during holiday time, so their lobby isn't as big because there's because yeah. Sanaa is pretty much all they have. Yeah. Uh, I'm drawing a complete blank on what that lobby looks like. I don't know why. The Kadani Village? Yeah, Kadani Village, yeah. It doesn't have the, you know, the super impressive window wall in the back. No. But it has, like, totem poles almost, and the light fixtures look like fire. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. right, 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 right. Right, okay, yeah. So, but yeah, we are planning on going to Kadani and if we have time, we'll stop at Jumbo House. Yeah, definitely. Because it is right there. And the music, the loop that they play is very, very cool. To me, at least it is. It's very different because it's like Swahili versions of, of America. Some of them are of American popular Christmas songs. And some of them, I think, are traditional Swahili. It's on YouTube. If you type in AKL christmas loop it's on there i think it's beautiful beginning to end i i really really enjoy it it's in my constant loop of songs that i play around the house and stuff during holiday time because i think it's about an hour loop but it's really really cool i just i remember sitting in the mara and just and it have it having it be on and just just brings me when i hear it now it brings me back to being there for christmas time because they seem like seems like the last few christmases that our family was down in Disney World. It seems like we always stay at Animal Kingdom. I think maybe because it's the easiest 
point yeah. wise to get into, and it is always it usually has a lower point value than anything else. So, yeah, that's why we usually stay there. We're renting, but yeah, you know, we're doing boardwalk this time. So, oh, that's awesome too. Um, yeah, so we're still, but we did want. My sister has never been to Sana. Oh, so wow. I know. So we wanted to. Oh, she that was one of her requests. It. Bread oh, we love it. Service. Bread service. Mm. Amen. Preach. <laughs> Critters outside so. the windows. Yeah. That, that and too, see, yeah. We, well, I say she's never eaten it. Not. We did the um, sit-down quick service breakfast when we stayed there last March. So oh, cool. she's been there, but not for like the table service side. Right, right, right. Ah. Yeah. Okay. So oh, we're I'm really excited about all that. But we're very interested in seeing what in all Disney World has to offer that's not just Magic Kingdom. Yeah, well, that's going to bring me to, and I guess the studios has done some additional decorating this year. Uh, there's been, I guess, uh, Gertie the Dinosaur over, you know, where <laughs> Min and Bill's there by Indiana Jones I, I, has a Santa hat and a little... Uh, Christmas ornament hanging out of her mouth. So that's definitely new for this year. And I guess there's a projection show that, that goes on uh, right. on the Tower um, of Terror. Sun, what's uh, it called? Something Seasons Greeting. Yeah, something. And then there's the, and then they brought back the uh, uh, Prep and Landing show, uh, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam, mm-hmm. or whatever it's called. So those I've never, I've never seen mm-hmm. that one. I haven't, 2012 was the last Christmas season, I was there. I can't. It's it's Jesus. That's five years ago. I still can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> We've been to Disney okay. World since then, but we haven't been for Christmas because we were kind of like, that's it. We're done with Christmas time. <laughs> Is it too early for our first tangent? <laughs> Go for it. No, we've okay. we've been on it since we started. <laughs> oh, okay, good. <laughs> Didn't want to you know mess with the format. No. So, what do you think? about Disney World projecting something on any building that stands still these days. I'm, I'm, uh, I, 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 I know like, the, I know the newer generation and the, and the youngsters love it, <laughs> but I, I think it's an easy, easier and less expensive entertainment form for them to do. And I think yes. they're going to, they're going to beat it until everybody's <laughs> sick of it. I'm not, I, I, I like fireworks. I want to see things exploding, and I want music. I want to see something scores. real instead I, of something yeah. virtual. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I want to. Doesn't do it for me. Yeah, I mean, it's visually it looks nice, but I yeah, I, I think they're kind of using it as an entertainment crutch, like you said. It's it's simple. It's, I mean, it's projection technology. Yes, right. it's a little bit more advanced than that. I know I'm oversimplifying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but I'm basically, sure. it's project. Yeah. It's projection but mapping. The, the guest or the audience experience is about the same as watching a movie. Yeah. For I mean, me, I'm sure the technology is woohoo and way above my head, but I just, I don't get it. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm, I hear you. I'm with you. For me. I like the tree. I thought what they did with the tree was innovative, but you know, next week they're going to be projecting something on Everest. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Everest is still, there's, there's nothing projected on Everest. Don't yet. give them any ideas. <laughs> for, you know, for spaceship me, it only works. If it's paired with something physical. So I think about like when there are the fireworks plus mm-hmm. scenes in, on Main Street or Fantasmic, right. right? Where there's physical actors on the stage and then there's water. Mm-hmm. But if, and even with World of Color, which is mostly a projection show, they still have 
pyrotechnics. So as long as right. there's something that you're really experiencing, because you're right, otherwise you could just go to the movies and have the same. If you're physically there, you want to feel like yeah. something's happening, happening in front of you. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. Is you. anything happening with the Tower of Terror or are they just like putting up the shows on the building? You mean in the the Guardians of the Galaxy new ride? No. No, not the Guardians one. The, the season's one greeting Hollywood thing. Studios. Yeah, the Hollywood oh, Studios I, Tower of Terror. Oh, I, I don't have know. no idea. Is it just I, the projection, or is there something going on? No, I think... I, I mean, I, I think there's snow. I don't know yeah. if you can hear my quotation marks through yeah. the <laughs> 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 As far as I know, that's all there is. <laughs> yeah, as far I as I know, I also want to know that. Yeah. Can I ride Tower of Terror during the show? Because that would be kind of fun. I don't... Maybe they integrate the screams. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I think they do it like at the end of the night, so technically maybe park is closed. So I don't know. Like after Phantasmic? It probably goes point. on during Phantasmic, so you have to pick and choose. Like you have to do with Star Wars or Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam now. They probably run them at the same time. I doubt because you wouldn't be able to see one and then run over to Phantasmic. Everybody's been in line for three hours for Phantasmic already, so... I, honestly, I don't know. I don't know what the timing is on, on them. I really, really don't. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean. Yeah. Well, thanks for, you know, the first tangent of the evening. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty. I mean, I guess if you're just using it as, like, park decoration, I'm okay with it. But it just seems like a lot of projection. Yeah, it I seems think to be. I think I feel like maybe I'm too kind, but it's like they're just super excited. Like they have a new baby and they're like, let's just show it off everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I, agree. I agree. And the fact that it <laughs> happens to be cheaper, I assume. I, than all yeah, the when people do that on Facebook and Twitter, I tend to unfollow them. <laughs> <laughs> they show off their new toy a little too much. I'm like, yeah. unfollow. Yeah, but yeah no, I, I'm, you. I'm, just I, I'm sure. It looks better. I'm, I'm again trying to be kind. I'm sure it looks better in person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I, I'm hoping it does, but I'm, I'm like, okay. Let's project something else. So, you know, I'm a huge fan of like the that deep but it is red that that wine red and the gold color that the, makes the castle look like it was. It's a different castle. I love that. Mm -hmm. But yeah. much like Disney likes to, you know. Can't. sequel the heck out of a movie yeah it's like they're sequeling that. the heck out of this projection thing it's like let's project one more thing it's like let's right. have oh, another no, sequel oh, i agree <laughs> like let's do another beauty and the beast movie let's do a <laughs> right, I'm, yeah. I'm, too much with the sequels i'm trying do something to, else I'm trying to find your next up. new toy i'm trying to look up this flipping thing when they're what mm. their timing is on their app and it's I'm assuming this Disney movie magic is the Jingle Bells Jingle Bam so that seems like it happens at 740 and then Fantasmic is at 830 so I guess essentially you could do both but you'd be standing only for Fantasmic so <laughs> I you know I'm going by their silly uh, their app which is terrible it doesn't even have it doesn't even have the Tower of Terror thing on here either, which, whatever the hell that's called. That's very odd. What's wrong with this <laughs> app? Makes no sense. 
Oh, well. Okay. So, Fantasmic 8.30, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam at 8. Oh, there you go. And... What's the other thing we just said? The uh, tower... I don't know what it's called. Sunset uh, Season's Greeting. Sunset... There you go. It's not even listed. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Dang it. I just found it, too. Yeah. At first, when I first saw it, I had to relook at the building because I'm like, this is something for sure that they're doing at California Adventure. But then I realized it still said Tower of Terror on it. And I was like, nah, this is Hollywood Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Useless. Like, this... And they're still doing Star Wars The Galactic Spectacular. Yes. Nine. Yes. Oh, here we go. Um... Another projection show, Melanie. <laughs> yeah. Mm. All right, so what the hell? So Let me turn the volume down. Oops, volume down. Volume down. Jingle bell, jingle, bam. Yeah, 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Fireworks, streetmosphere. Yeah, you categorize mm. it as that, all right. <laughs> I don't know. All right, so all right. So that being said, so there's that new stuff that is happening there. At least it's new. It's new. Yeah, no, no, I'm the, I mean, I'm not knocking it. I, I mean, I am, but I'm not. I mean, but I am with you on it, Melanie, that I, you know. I... Yeah, I like the lights. I like when, I kind of hope that the Osborne lights come back in some form. I kept holding out for that, but now I think that hope is dying a slow death. Well, but. either that or some form of it, if they bring back, which I obviously didn't happen this year, but when, the, you know, Epcot used to have a, not anywhere near the magnitude, but Lights of Winter that they did for a long time, mm-hmm. which was yeah. on the, you know, when you walked between Future World and World Showcase, that that kind of pathway uh, leading up to where mm-hmm. the big tree is in Epcot on the promenade there, you know, they mm-hmm. had a huge, beautiful white trellis that was all decked out with lights, and they had music and stuff for it. Like I said, it wasn't as nutty or crazy as Osborne right. lights turned into, but it was very nice. It was about, a, and yeah. it was a it was a specific show time. It wasn't random, so it was about a. 18, 20 minute, I believe, show, and you stood there and you could look right. up, down, side to side, and it was very nice. Nice. I remember, very it, nice. you know, as a, yeah, you know, that would have been fairly simple to to put something along those lines back there. Right. But who knows? Who knows Hopefully. what's ever going to happen with something like that? Yeah, and I'll, I, I kind of do want to give Hollywood Studios a pass on another projection thing, just because there's so much construction going on. They, it's not right. like they can do much else. Yep. So I'll give them a slight pass on this one, but once they start projecting on Everest, y'all, yeah, I know. <laughs> that that's gonna be a whole nother podcast because you know yeah. it's coming. <laughs> you know it's coming. Then it's over. <laughs> um. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, and also with the studios, I'd like to think that when Toy Story Land comes along. How can they not have something like completely specific for that part of the park? To me, that'd be a home run and an easy thing to do, as well as with Star Wars Land. I mean, I know. Well, with Toy Story, it would be accurate. I mean, because Christmas is actually interwoven into the movie. Yes, at the end of the so first one. So there's an Correct. easy story. There's an easy tie-in to the story, so right. that it it won't have to be contrived or something no. that they made up from scratch. There's actually right. it won't you know, have canon to be... there to support Christmas. Right. It inside of that. Yeah, it won't have to be forced. It yeah. could be a pretty fluid thing. And I think they could do something really cool if they 
chose to go that way. Maybe not the first year it opens, but you know, I'm yeah, hoping. Mrs. I'm hoping Potato that's Head. <laughs> yeah, like Mrs. Potato Head with a bow. Yeah. Like Mrs. Potato Head. Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like that. So I, I, I think things like that will hopefully work their way into it. I can't right. imagine since it's already in existence in the stories that they won't incorporate some of that seasonally. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. Yeah. Oh, I hear you. All right. So- when does Toy Story Land open? Is it this coming summer? Yes. yes, 2018. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. All so right. next Christmas we'll find out. Yeah, I, yes, we will. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> if they do it right away. I mean, who knows? Okay, so before before I move on to Epcot stuff, which is what I'm was the most excited about, and I'm not going to get to see any of it this year because I won't be down there. I'd like to. Um, I'd like to hear, you know, any, any Disneyland stuff. I know they don't go the, to the magnitude that Disney World does, but I, Disneyland definitely does decorate for Christmas, and I'm assuming California Adventure does as well. I don't know. I haven't heard. I'm out of the loop with some stuff, so. Yeah, so most of Disneyland goes all out with the decor. Tomorrowland, Fantasyland, weirdly enough, and Adventureland really don't do that much. And people were pretty upset because um, the Jungle Cruise didn't have its holiday overlay this year. Oh. Um, and there's no clear reason why, but there are two theories. So, A, they think that they're completely redoing it uh, and they didn't get it done in time for this year, which is why they didn't do it. And the second theory is that Disney, because Disneyland's had pretty bad crowd flow lately and a crowd control problem. So a lot of people think as they were going into the holiday season at the end of the Halloween season that they didn't want to close any major attraction just because that one always has a huge line. So it's a good way to kind of suck in people and they didn't want to sacrifice one. So Uh. I don't know which one is true, but (laughs) in either case, there's no jungle or excuse me, jingle Jingle cruise cruise this year. Aww. But It's a Small World has its overlay. And for the first time, there's actually Fast Pass for the It's a Small World holiday. And they're Ooh. testing it to see if they'll do it year-round. Cool. Um, the Haunted Mansion still has its overlay. Um, and then I'm trying to think if there's any... I think there's a special fireworks show during wintertime over the castle. But to me, <laughs> the fireworks shows are largely the same. They kind of blend together in my head, so I can't really remember. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they've got, you know, the hand-pulled candy canes and all the special treats and everything. But um, the big party, because Disneyland doesn't have a, a Christmas party after hours like how, um, like the Magic Kingdom does. But they do have a an event that happens during park hours called the Festival of the Holidays, which is in California Adventure. Um, and that is basically, it's a celebration of Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and Diwali. And it's really fun because there's it's it's sort of like the Epcot Food and Wine Festival, it sounds like, where there are food carts everywhere and there are games and there's live music and dancing performances and there's a parade. Um, and what's new this year compared to last year is there's um, a big cocoa presence. So they've turned one of the plazas into Plaza de la Familia with the family tree, the tree of life and... Um, they have these really cool puppets that are going around and kind of dancing in a way that they look like they're real instead of just a person with a puppet. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And so, and they have like cinnamon, hot chocolate and different stuff. So they're, uh, two big things are probably the festival of the holidays and, um, it's a small world holiday are probably the two big 
draws just because the Haunted Mansion holiday started at Halloween. Um, <laughs> so it's it's not like a brand new thing for the Christmas season. Um, but there's nothing terribly new this year that hasn't happened in the past. So there's no like, except for the Jingle Cruise not being there, there's no big like announcement or anything. It's just kind of more of the same. The only thing I can think of that was kind of newsworthy was this year they brought back the garlands that they string across Main Street, which they hadn't had for a couple of years. And apparently I'm not really observant because I didn't even notice they were gone, but everybody was freaking out that those came back. So (laughs) if you care a lot about that, they're back this year, so you can be happy. Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay, California Adventure doesn't do anything. Well, they have the uh, Festival of the Holidays. Oh, that's where they do that. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's in Paradise Pier. Um, okay. And then I think World of Color has a new. They always have a winter show, but I think it's different than last year's. But that's it's slightly updated to be more winter scenes from different movies and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool. Very nice. All right. So moving on, I guess the big thing that has been over the past couple of years in Walt Disney World is all the is what they've been doing in Epcot, which was called Holidays Around the World, which many of you know from hearing us talk about it and because they've been doing it for quite a few years, is they have the different storytellers at every pavilion culturally correct to the to the story of, of Christmas or Father Christmas or whatever uh, is part of their, their culture. Uh, you know, in Italy they have La Bafana, the witch... Uh, Norway is uh, Sigrid and I believe England does have Father Christmas and Canada there's some sort of uh, lumberjack type character uh, or figure that they that is represents their Christmas season uh, they all have there's they all have something different and and they're all really great there's multiple showings during the day for that but what they've decided to add, surprise, surprise, over the past, let's see, the last time, oh no, I was there Christmas time, just not Christmas, but 2015, we were there over Thanksgiving, so we got all the holiday offerings, or most of them at least, but, uh, so they have now, it's almost like food and wine and flower and garden, they put out uh, food boots around World Showcase to enhance your experience of the holidays with specific like holiday themed meals also it's not just stuff from leftover from food and wine which is generally what happens for the flower and garden festival so they do have wine and drink pairings with this but these these are more specific to holiday type drinks i mean i have uh I'm looking at the menu now, and I'm kind of sad that I won't be there for any of this stuff. Looking at some of this stuff and knowing how much that I like food and how much Adrian likes to have food, we could probably do some damage if we were here <laughs> at the same time. Yes, I'm all about that cheese fondue that I keep seeing. There's some good stuff. Well, I'm just even looking at like the obvious stuff, like the America Pavilion finally has something good because all their food and wine stuff was crap. It's just have like a it's a turkey with stuffing, potatoes, and green beans cranberry sauce type sandwich thing and I'm like I'm all about that mm-hmm. <laughs> the drinks are like fantastic at, at what everything that I've seen on here so far like there's some really really good drinks 
which there was not <laughs> during food and wine, which there's supposed to be. You know, they have like the, you know, the snickerdoodle cookies and gingerbread cookies and gingerbread houses over in the uh, Odyssey area and a whole ton of different beers and yep, yep, good stuff. I mean, just stuff that I've not seen on any menus anywhere. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it because we, like I said, we kind of were planning this trip to not be quite as park heavy as we have been in the past, but we are staying at Boardwalk. I was is, just gonna say that yeah. you can just get up and walk right over there for when this thing starts, like probably ten o'clock or eleven when, and just hit it early before everybody else gets there. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of planned. <laughs> As um, it should only, be. Right? The only thing I'm noticing here that I read on, I think on Disney Food Blog, is how the sizing is much more substantial, right? Than, is it really? Yeah. And the prices the prices are, a are cheaper. Mm, uh oh. Well, like I'm looking at. All right, so now I'm looking at the at the stuff for Mexico. So. It's five seventy five for one of the plates and six twenty five for another plate. Those are yeah. those are like a dollar cheaper than. And it still says snack eligible. Uh, it says Disney dining plan. I'm looking. I'm right on. I'm on allears.net is what I'm looking okay. on. So. Um, so I'm assuming but I yes. Had heard that's the portion sizes were bigger. We're bigger. Okay. So that's exciting. Yeah, I mean, I, looking at this stuff, I'm like, man, I, I want to, uh, I want to go eat all of this now. <laughs> there was like some really crazy drinks that stood out to me, and I can't find them now. There was one I thought of Melanie immediately. Was it wine? It wasn't wine. It was. Was it a slushy? Yes. That's <laughs> exactly what it was. I love a slushy. It was a slushy. Damn it! Where the hell is it? I can't think of it. I had it up before. I was like, holy crap. I said, I I would even try it, but it had, like, Melanie's name all over it. The ha. It's a rum. Here we go. And it's from uh, France, of course. So it's a spiced rum punch slush. So it's spiced rum and then uh, rum clamat VSOP, mm. which is good. Orange and pineapple juice with cinnamon. Ooh. That one's expensive, though. 1075. But it sounds delicious. Sounds good. And then, oh, here's a, here's another one, which is probably very sweet, but I probably would. So it's a chocolate apple shake featuring Twining's winter spice tea, which is good tea on its own, with butterscotch schnapps. Mm. So, I mean, you have to like butterscotch. Like, that's from like America. That's what all my candied apples, so I don't know why I wouldn't like it in my drink. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's from, uh, that's the America booth. And then they have, this one will be probably super popular it's called fire nog so it's eggnog mm. with fireball cinnamon whiskey which i can't stand mm. i don't like either one of those things so i won't go anywhere <laughs> near that <laughs> i don't like fireball and i don't like eggnog unless it's the uh the spanish eggnog the coquito which is i, ugh, I don't like eggnog at all awesome well this stuff doesn't taste anything like eggnog it's actually very very good my wife just made a batch of it uh we made it last week and they have that too they have that in the mexico or no in the world showcase plaza 
They have it non-alcoholic, and then they have it with a Bacardi rum floater, which if it's made right, it already has the rum in it, so I don't know why they would add more rum. I'm not complaining, though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, without reading off the whole entire menu and going nuts, because they have... It's this is I don't recognize any of this stuff, like I said, from being at either previous food and wine or flower and garden festivals. So I'm glad to see that that it's very specific to this event. And the other thing I noticed that I saw that I don't recall them they definitely didn't have it in two thousand fifteen when I was there. And I think this year it's new. Pretty sure it is. For different holiday seasons in around World Showcase, they usually have a little a little uh, scavenger hunt you can play. You can buy a little map. Uh, it's usually based on on a season. For Easter, they do one. It's called an Easter egg hunt. And there's uh, characters painted on giant Easter eggs that are hidden throughout the 11 pavilions. And you have to find them. You get a little map you buy with stickers on it. You complete it by putting all the stickers you know, on the map where you are, you bring it back to where you bought the map, which is either at the International Gateway Shop or one of the two uh, port of entry shops on before you either head to either Mexico or Canada, depending on which way you go. And it's it's cheap. It's like five ninety nine for a map. There is a DVC discount. I know that AP discount when you buy it, so it'll save you a, a you know buck and a half or something like that. And you bring it back there, and you get a little trinket of some sort, uh, which is cool. It's fun for the kids to do. It's you know it's. I mean, it's fun for the adults, too, because some of those things are hidden very well. Some of them are way out in plain sight. So, anyway, this year they seem to be doing for... is called Chippendale's Christmas Tree Spree. So, it's along the same lines. Uh, so, what I've read about it is it's you have to find uh, either Chipperdale characters hidden in the thing, and I believe they are holding some sort of Christmas ornament. So you find that, you put the sticker on your little map, you bring it back, and I'm not sure what the prizes are this year. I didn't get that far into looking, but there's usually some little plastic trinket of some sort. I know during the Easter egg hunt, they gave you, they were little Easter egg, not figurines, but they were little Easter eggs that came apart, kind of like those Russian, Russian nesting dolls, mm. and, and you were able to put, like, you know, little things in them or pieces of candy or something. They were small. They were, you know, they were, like, the size of a, a regular egg, maybe a little bigger. Uh, and they and they split apart. I know last year I think uh, we got a Tinkerbell one, uh, Mickey Mouse, and I forgot what the other one was that the kids had gotten. So it's pretty cool. And then I I'm trying to remember what they got. Yeah. So then I thought there was one for food and wine as well, but I don't remember. Maybe not. Maybe they only have done the Easter egg hunt, and I'm just thinking they've done it more. So anyway, so that's they did one for the arts thing last year. Yes, because we had to find right artwork. That, right. That was the other one, Festival of the Arts, yeah. which I'm bummed that I because that they're bringing that back as well. So I know that's mm -hmm. not a holiday offering, but they are bringing that back uh, after the new year. So that I heard got was really really fun last year and got really great reviews a lot of yeah, fun a lot of, lot of fun interactive things for people to do i saw a lot of people taking pictures or like photo pass stuff where like you're kind of like in they used to do in the art. studios yeah and you you know in artwork right like the the uh famous picture of george washington you know crossing the delaware where he's standing on the front of the boat there was one of those there was a couple other funny ones i saw a lot of people putting on social media last year so that seems like a lot of fun and that definitely got more people 
in for that time of year when generally the parks are slower until you hit that, uh, you know, spring break season. Right. So that seems like a lot of fun for sure. But this Epcot thing is uh, is definitely pretty cool. So, yeah, Adrian, if you're at Boardwalk, I mean, it's that's, you know, that's a nice, you know, walk over every morning. And even if you had like an early fast pass for Frozen, you know, you can hit Frozen and then hit some of these things before you go to the other side of the park or whatever else you guys are doing. Yeah, because we have a couple of really lazy mornings. Like after the party, we didn't plan anything for the next morning. Right, so right. So that they could sleep in or whatever. But I know my daughter, she'll be up at 6 a.m. anyway, <laughs> even if I don't put her to bed till midnight. So we'll, I'm sure we'll be making some early morning runs somewhere. <laughs> nice. There you go. Yep. And then what I like about this too is at Epcot, you know, they have a list at the at the bottom of these menus that I'm reading. So not only do they have these food offerings at these specific booths around World Showcase, but some of the other carts around in Future World as well are having seasonal treats added to their menus, which I think is great. So, you know, there's different coffee offerings at the at some of the list, the uh, Joffrey's carts that are around World Showcase and as well as in uh, in Future World. So they got one here, which if I drank coffee, I'd probably like it. But <laughs> So it's, it's Kahlua coffee liquor with cinnamon syrup and steamed light cream topped with whipped cream. I mean, you know, that's going to get, you know, that has Melanie all over it. <laughs> you know, some tea. There's a tea one. Here's a tea one for me. Spiced chai tea with gingerbread syrup and Bailey's Irish cream. Can't go wrong with that. So, a mint one and and things of things like that. So, I, I, I like that they I like that there's different offerings and it seems like each cart has different things. So it's not just cookie cutter for lack of a better term of you know one you know okay let's just add a gingerbread house and or gingerbread cookies and sell out of all the things. So it kind of makes you go to different things if that's what you would like. Right. Which I like the variety of, of having that and not everything being the same. So that's pretty cool. Oh, there you go. They have hot cocoa with Godiva liqueur dumped in it. So for all you chocolate fiends out there. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. A warm, a warm caramel stuffed pretzel with soft serve ice cream and chocolate sauce. All right, so now that I'm making everybody hungry. No. <laughs> I mean, besides the normal, regular old Christmas stuff, that's just some of the added added bonuses that you have while you're on there, while you're down there. for. And then, as Adrian had touched on at the beginning of the trip, at the beginning of the trip, beginning of the <laughs> podcast, uh you can't you can't forget about the resorts because at least all of the deluxe and I believe some of the moderates I know the the value ones do have maybe minimal stuff a tree or something like that and maybe some garland around the check-in desk but mm -hmm. it's very minimal but the deluxe resorts like she said she's going on the monorail I mean you can lose a whole day resort hopping because they all I mean obviously the Grand Floridian has the gingerbread house that's up, I believe, up already. 
mm-hmm. uh, you know, where you can buy gingerbread and hot cocoa in it. You know, they have their grand tree. You could take pictures, photo pass pictures in front of it or regular your own pictures. They probably all do that. I think the Wilderness Lodge does as well. The Wilderness Lodge has, you know, a fireplace there, which is going all year round. But during Christmas time, there's, you know, there's a wreath hanging over it. There's bunch of there's probably 20 rocking chairs huge rocking chairs that are in front of it that you can just sit and relax and have that gigantic tree in that lobby is gorgeous and the grounds are beautiful too uh it's so i mean polynesian has you know hawaiian themed christmas stuff all over the place and different music to go with it and which is which is always fantastic if you're like that end of it just go hang out in the lobby uh, the contemporary, I'm not familiar with too much what goes on. I'm sure they have a tree or something else, but their lobby is kind of odd. Uh, their lobby is very bland. I know a lot of people mm-hmm. feel that like where Chef Mickey's is and the shops is the lobby, but that's kind of not. That's the Grand Canyon concourse. Uh, but they're actually like lobby where the check-in desk is, is just kind of like nothing. <laughs> so I- I'm not familiar with what they do for decorations there, honestly, so. I'm not either, but I'm looking forward to finding out. Yeah, you're definitely going to find out. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> That's for, I'm trying to think of other things that I know I've experienced outside of the, the normal things. Animal Kingdom itself is beautiful Christmas time. They do a really nice... Their tree is is really, really cool. That's outside the... Just before the turnstiles. The ornaments mm-hmm. that they have on there are very unique. Because it's animal-themed and, you know... African-inspired style ornaments, and it's really unique. It's not just a regular Christmas tree. And even inside the park, there's not the whole park isn't decked out unless they unless they've extended it over the years. But that main area around the Tree of Life and by Pizzafari, and then headed in the other direction towards uh, Harambe is uh, was always had you know subtle hints of Christmas garland here and there, lights, colored lights, and stuff like that, and other decorations but it was really really subtly done and it was really it was really it fit the park fine like it wasn't over the top and you know crazy like the magic kingdom right so it's done really well lots of cool stuff to look at that's for sure and just like take your time and look at yes yes so we're looking forward to it for sure and i'll report back yes please do (laughs) we love we love reports (laughs) um and I know Melanie said there's not much going on, but I think the cruise lines do have some Christmas sailings and holiday sailings. Now, they, do they go on? Oh, yeah. all, do they go on all month, or is it just specific that week of Christmas? And New oh Year's? no, they started last. They started at the beginning of November. Okay, so right after Halloween. Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. So, well, probably around Veterans Day weekend. They, you know, as soon as the Halloween's out, then it, it's in with the Christmas and and. They do a lot of things. I won't say that they don't do a lot. It's just that I don't believe... I haven't heard of anything new this particular year. Just like at the Grand Floridian, when you walk in, all four ships have a huge gingerbread house. So you can smell the gingerbread. There's a big tree in the atrium, so they'll do a tree lighting ceremony on the first night. There's a tropical deck party where all of the um, characters are in like tropical Christmas costumes. Oh, cool. And so there will be meet and greets with the characters in holiday costumes. Nice. So that that's always different. There's Santa Claus. I always suggest people, you know, maybe go in matching pajamas, things like that, so that you can go get your picture taken with Santa. Please make sure they're 
pajamas that you feel comfortable <laughs> wearing in public, people. <laughs> I always have to put that caveat on there. I'm like, not I'm the just ones from about the, what, uh, you know. Not the ones we, from the Venus or the uh, Victoria's <laughs> Secret catalogs. Or not, you know, your old T-shirt and your boxer shorts. Right, right. <laughs> like, pajamas you can wear in public. Yeah. <laughs> but, yes, I've seen families go in matching pajamas to get their picture taken with Santa. Um, Mrs. Claus is around. She does um, story time with Mrs. Claus. There's family activities in the lounges. The lounges are open for families during the day where they um, decorate gingerbread houses. It's pretty good sized gingerbread houses that they can make. Cool. And it snows. They make it snow in the atrium. And they even make it snow on Castaway Key. Do they really? They really do. That so is awesome. Lots going on. Lots of special drinks and uh, menu items for that time of for this time of year all kinds of fun stuff so yeah it, it's a big party that's but really every cool. cruise is and you add a holiday to any of the cruises and it just becomes an even bigger party i can imagine is there i love a holiday cruise <laughs> do, they, do they do different shows or anything in the theater or they don't mm-hmm. does it, does, they, oh they do they do Christmas oh, not, in specific? The, not in the walt disney theater no but they will have um santa's winter wonderland ball um they'll have characters who are I mean, not characters, carolers. Sorry, I can speak okay. properly. <laughs> They'll have the Victorian carolers, much like they do at um, Magic Kingdom. Okay. So they're Victorian. They're in the Victorian costumes, and they'll be caroler- caroling around. But, yeah, they have special, like the deck shows is Christmas-themed. There's an atrium show that's Christmas-themed. So those shows are going to be definitely for the holidays. They also have, if you're sailing... Over Christmas specifically, they will have religious services. There will be a midnight mass, oh, nice. as well as non non denominational Christmas um, Christian services will also be on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So, definitely, and if you are sailing during um, Hanukkah, there will be menorah lightings, and the cedar meal will be served on that Friday. So, lot it's all inclusive. Nice. Quan, there, there will be Kwanzaa activities on sailings that are during Kwanzaa specifically. So, yeah, lots lots of great things. But like I said, nothing. I don't think anything particularly new is has jumped out at me from the people who I've spoken to who have gone on them already right. this month. Okay. Which has just been over the past couple of weeks. But, you know, yeah, you all, know. all fun stuff. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all fun stuff. And and this is on top of all of your regular pirates and you know pirates in the Caribbean parties that are going on. All of the regular happenings are still happening. It's the holiday things go on in addition to everything else. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so never yeah. a dull moment. No, jam packed for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, I could say that for the Magic Kingdom too. There is additional little shows that go on mm-hmm. i know in tomorrowland they do it's called a very tomorrowland christmas if i'm pretty right. sure they still put it on and buzz lightyear and mike wazowski and they have the little hostess that sing and stitch yeah. it stitches in it and that's i i mean i remember that when my when my kids were young and it was fantastic and i videotaped right. it or my father had videotaped it and made them a copy for me to and that was something my kids we had to watch it every almost every <laughs> night right when, when christmas season came we had to watch the buzz christmas show is what they called it and then mm. you know holiday wishes and you know <laughs> yeah. stuff of that nate you so know bef- before you can be go fireworks. on youtube and watch yeah. everything <laughs> Absolutely. And I would think, you know, there, there will be the fireworks. There's 
New Year's celebrations that go on as well on Disney Cruise Line. But all of the food items, well, most of the food items are going to be included in your fare. The alcoholic and the specialty drink items obviously are going to be additional. But I would imagine, although I, I have to go dig for some pictures, I'm sure they exist. If you ever go into Vanellope's, which is the ice cream shop and the sweet shop yep. and the bakery that they have on board, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine there's probably some Christmas goodies there as well. I, I can't imagine them not getting into the right into right. the spirit there. So, you know, lots okay. of yummy, tasty things. I mean, but room service will deliver warm cookies to your room every night. And you do not need, <laughs> you do not need to be on a holiday cruise for that. That is year round. You can call room service and they will deliver warm cookies and milk to your room every night, and it is included in your fare. Oh my! I would tip the wonderful <laughs> tip the wonderful crew member who is bringing you this delicious bedtime yes. snack. Heavily, a couple dollars will do you. But yeah, the <laughs> cookies and the milk itself are definitely already included in your fare, and you do not need to be sailing on a Christmas cruise to enjoy it. Hot damn. I did not know I that. I know it. <laughs> Why have you not, in a year and three months, have you not disclosed this information to me? <laughs> um, shame you know, on you and Milford. Shame, shame, look, shame. Because I, I know you're things. calling I drink some... and I know things, Okay. <laughs> I know you're calling for midnight warm cookie runs. Absolutely. Room service <laughs> is 24-7. Yes, it is. That much I remember. <laughs> now, the breakfast menu, you do have to get that out overnight, but the room service is all the time. I prefer my cookies with a carafe of coffee, but, you know, they'll bring the milk, too, or the chocolate milk. So, yeah. <laughs> or, or, a nice cor- <laughs> or a nice cordial, perhaps? Um. <laughs> or no <laughs> sure there's it is i mean there, there's no open container rules on disney cruise line if you purchase a drink at any of the lounges or any of the bars that are on deck you can take them to your room you oh, can yes, go shopping yes. you can go shopping with them so if you have a cordial in hand and want to go enjoy a nice dessert go for it <laughs> i think that was one thing they always have to remind myself of is that if I buy my drink in one place, I can walk around the ship with it. Or if I don't finish my wine at dinner, I can pick up the glass and walk out of the dining room with it. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's mine. Yeah. As long as you're on the ship. So, yeah. You can definitely have a nice cordial with your chocolate chip cookies if you so choose. Okay. As you can hear, there is many offerings throughout the Disney parks on both coasts for if you choose to travel during holiday time. My only word of caution is, and it probably kind of goes without saying, <laughs> it is insanely busy, especially the week between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, and it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter whether schools are out or not. It's just a very, very popular time. There's a lot of people that that is their tradition. That is what they do for the holidays. They, they go away and they spend it on a Disney property somewhere. And when I mean insanely busy, I mean insanely, like wall to wall, shoulder to shoulder people, you're not moving anywhere after 10.30 in the morning. So plan your fast passes accordingly because honestly, that's probably in reality the only attractions you are going to be doing unless you choose to wait in line. And I mean the people mover is going to have a 45-minute wait. That's how busy Magic Kingdom gets. I know we've talked about it last year with... 
phase closings and park capacities and things of of like that. It's real and it happens. Uh, I mean, if you th- if you've been there and you you think it's busy like spring break week and something like that, yes, it is. It ain't nothing like Christmas Day and the days after. Leading up to it, it's busy, but it's not. It's you're you'll never experience anything like being there on any of those days. Uh, I, I, you know, we and and as as nutty as we are in my family of going down, and we've been to Christmas multiple times, and I've been and for for some reason, two of my children's first trips as infants and strollers at about <laughs> eleven and months old was during Christmas time. So, yeah. <laughs> I know all about trying to push a giant stroller through crowds. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, it's a good thing those resorts are <laughs> decked to the nines because you, you may be spending more time there than in the parks. Uh, at least Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom takes the brunt of all of it. Um, the other parks are busy, but Magic Kingdom is definitely the focal point. And, uh, yeah, so <laughs> heed that warning. Plan accordingly. Plan, plan, plan. Unfortunately... It's not something you can do spontaneously. Spontaneously, boy, none of us can talk tonight. <laughs> so, with that being said, we thank you for listening <laughs> to this episode, and we will talk to everybody next time. Follow our troop at www.disexplorers.com, where you can find all the links for all our hosts' social media accounts. You can also follow the podcast on our Facebook group at The Diz Explorers and on Twitter and Instagram at The Diz Explorers. You can download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher Radio, and also on YouTube. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.